Hey, what's up, guys? It is TT, and I'm back. And as always, I am excited to be here with you guys. Um, I just finished like an hour uh, weightlifting session, and I feel so freaking good. <laughs> so I hope you're feeling good as well. I hope that um, you know, your week has been going well, and you know, you had a good weekend. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to be here and to, I want to talk about like a really interesting topic is, I mean, it is something that, that happens like a lot with us, like almost everybody, if not everybody for me, I feel like it's a normal, like human emotion, but when it gets to like some sane extent then it becomes like a problem and that is anxiety um i've dealt with anxiety a lot honestly i think um also being a someone who overthinks like being an overthinker it doesn't make it easy for me you know but i found like different ways to like you know calm me down and all of that so um i want to talk about anxiety anxiety and mental health because i think that they're kind of interconnected i feel like both both um anxiety and mental health they're both interconnected so um you know it is important to understand the relationship between anxiety and mental health. I think that, um, you know, understanding the, this relationship is really important for promoting like overall well-being. And as you know, guys, I'm always here for um, your well-being, for my well-being, for everybody's well-being, you know. And I feel like anxiety disorders are like among the most common mental health conditions globally like all over the world i think anxiety disorder affects millions of people and that's what i want to like explore tonight you know i want to explore the connection between anxiety and mental health and you know its impact and you know strategies for managing this anxiety but first, you, we need to understand that anxiety um, is, it can be a normal emotion, you know. It is, it is important to recognize that anxiety is a normal human emotion. You know, it can serve as a, like, um, a, a, like a natural response to stress or danger or, you know, challenging situations. And, you know, in these cases, anxiety can be kind of motivating. I know, I know I said motivating, yes. Anxiety can be motivating, you know. It can help individuals, like, pre prepare and respond effectively. When I say it is motivating, um, I'm, I'm talking on anxiety being a normal emotion. It is how, you know, when you, res it is, it's how we respond to a situation. When we see danger, the first thing that comes is like, ah, fear. 
anxiety. Now, feeling this way encourages us, it motivates us to, you know, find a way to get to get ourselves away from this danger or whatnot, whatnot. You know, that's what I mean by anxiety being um anxiety being, you know, motivating. So when does anxiety become a problem? That's the question. Because remember, I said that um, um, it can be a normal emotion, which is fine. But now when it gets to a certain extent, it becomes a problem. So when does it become a problem? It becomes a problem when it is excessive, when it's uncontrollable, when you cannot control it, when, when it's um, persistent, like, you know, it keeps happening and happening. Or, you know, this can, can develop into an anxiety disorder. And this is when it becomes a problem. Anxiety disorders can be conditions like, um, like generalized anxiety disorder, which we call GAD. Um, it can also be like a social anxiety disorder or a panic disorder. And others, there are all like so many. I think personally for me, um, I'm not going to say I have social anxiety disorder, but when I'm around people, I just want to be out of there. My, don't get me wrong. I can be the life of the party. Like if I'm around like the people that I really care about, just because I always want to like see them happy and always make sure that they're comfortable around me. No matter where I'm at with them, I always like, you know, adjust to, to you know, that place. I, I tend to be the life of the party, you know. And, you know, I can hear them tell me, hey, you know, this person that was there the other day, they were asking of you, are you going to pop up another time? And in my head, I'm like, bro, I'm not popping up. <laughs> you know, I just do that. I just do that because, you know, you're there and I care about you. But normally, I just don't know. I just don't really like to be around people. Like, whenever I'm outside, the only thing that go, that comes, you know, in my head is, like, I want to go home. And, and when I get home, like, I feel, like, a lot better. And I feel, like, I feel at ease, if that makes sense. But so if, if we want to, like, you know, classify that into, like, um social anxiety disorder then i'll take it then maybe i have that but yeah i really really most times like if i'm not if i'm being honest like all the time want to be home and that's just me and you know all these things are they become when they become excessive then the anxiety becomes a problem and let's go to like the impact the impact of anxiety on our mental health remember i said like these topics these both topics are kind of like interconnected with you know each other and the first thing is emotional toll um Anxiety disorders can lead to like a range of emotional symptoms, including excessive worry, you know, fear, irritability, restlessness, 
these emotions can be so overwhelming and it can disrupt our ability to function optimally. And I am speaking, you know, I'm speaking based on experience. I, most of the time when stuff happens, you can find me being more logical than being emotional. So I'm there like, even though I know that at this point I'm supposed to be scared or whatnot, I don't know, I keep my calm. I, it took me a while to get there before like I will literally panic my life out. But my own point in my own world is what is panicking at that moment going to do for me? At that point, the only thing I want to do first is to find solution to that issue. You know, as long as I have control over it, the first thing I want to do is find solution. I'm not, I'm not going to panic. Now, we're different. Before, like, I would panic. I remember, like, when COVID started. And it's, well, it was a lot going on. And I know that, uh, you know, I worked with different people, like, in healthcare and all of that. And it was so exhausting, you know, be doing, like, working with people in healthcare, like, the people that are sick and seeing people, like, literally pass away, all of those things. And then I'm thinking also, like, how can I help my community? Like, I literally would do, like, I would make, you know, like, all this face mask and shield by myself at home. And I'll go out in my community and just share it to, like, everybody out there who needs it. I'll put it on the internet. Because, like, there's, a like, um this neighborhood app where you can post stuff. Like, I'll literally post all those things on this neighborhood app. Um, on this neighborhood app and be, and just be like, you know, I have like this face mask and this shield and they're for free. If you want to pick up, I just, you know, I send them at my, um, my address and then I just leave them at the door for them to pick up. I never met anyone. I never even saw anyone. So I don't even know who picked what and what picked who. So like, um, but yes, but so like it became so overwhelming at some point because I felt like I wasn't still doing enough for the community, like people were dying and all of that stuff. And of course, and that's this is where growth, you know, came from. I didn't have control over that situation, but I didn't see that way that I didn't have control over it. I was still beating myself up. So like one time, like I became so so freaking anxious and I broke down like I literally sat on the floor and then I broke down for like 30 minutes straight while sitting on the floor like I was there and you know it took me a while and then I'm like why are you why are you here breaking down first of all do you have control over this situation and I'm like no I don't have control over this situation I'm not I I'm not COVID I'm not the government handling this situation and the little way I can help by, you know, um, distributing masks, shields, like my community, that's, that's enough. I mean, maybe not enough, but that's something that I should be proud of and not just, you know, break down and stuff like that. Another impact will be like physical symptoms. Like anxiety can manifest physically leading to symptoms such as like rapid heart. You you guys ever like you ever listen to your heart go boom 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 like go
skull literally like like beat like five times or six times in literally like a second like boom 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 like literally like rapid heartbeat sweating trembling in like muscle tension like all of these um these are like physical symptoms these are the, the physical symptoms of like anxiety these is these are you know one of the symptoms that you see and you see that like anxiety oh this person is like so anxious right now for me honestly guys i always say something i said i was i, I was telling my friend the other day i was like you want to know the best laxative for me is to be anxious is to be anxious and drink coffee like if i'm so anxious and i drink coffee i will literally use the bathroom like i was like that that that's like the the one of the fastest laxative for me like being anxious and drinking black coffee for me when i drink coffee i don't I don't add sugar or milk like i just drink it straight black and like when i drink black coffee and i'm anxious just forget it i'm gonna be in the toilet like literally like not even having a stress out you know another thing is you know um anxieties can affect like our concentration our memories you know it makes it difficult to like perform our tasks that requires focus you know when you're anxious it's hard for you to focus on the things that you're doing at that moment and that's it that that's that's the thing about being anxious and i've been there done that and i'm sure that a lot of people who are gonna listen to this they've been there done that and and that's 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 one of another um another impact of um of anxiety in our mental health and another thing is People with anxiety disorders may avoid social situations or or isolate themselves, you know, due to like fear and like discomfort, you know, impacting their social lives and relationships. And I, you know, I kind of just said that about myself. For me, it's not like I really feel discomfort. But for me, discomfort is not a word because guess what? No matter where I find myself, I will always find a way to make myself comfortable. That is me because it is really important for me to be comfortable in whatever I'm doing or wherever I'm at. So I don't really feel discomfort. The only time I would feel discomfort, and I'm not going to stay there, I would take myself away from there, is when I feel the energy. When I feel like a really bad energy, no, I become uncomfortable. And just because I really want to be comfortable, I will take myself out of there. I will, you will not find me sitting there. So, yeah. So, I don't know if, if you know, mine is, like, social um, anxiety. But, like, but like yeah, I don't, for me, it's not discomfort. But, yeah, I know a lot of people would deal with this. Like, they even, you can see them shivering when they're around people because they don't feel well around people and i can i can totally understand them because people these days are too much and and that's it that, that period like for me i don't deal with people i don't even really bring I, I don't even really bring people to my space let's even start from there people are so weird these days people are so crazy in the head like i'm i'm watching the news and i'm seeing like a young like i'm seeing young people breaking into the apple store to steal iphones and i'm like what if what what the heck is is wrong with 
<sighs> man, guys, I am, I am so like over it. I'm, I, I'm in a wrong place. I need to. I don't know where. I don't know what generation I belong to. But like, I'm freaking in the wrong place, and I am tired, like mentally, physically, about all of this nonsense. People are so freaking weird. Like, no. So I get it when I get it when people are anxious where they're around people, other people. Another thing is severe anxiety can disrupt our daily routines, uh, work, and you know our overall like you know our quality of life, and this can contribute to like a decline in mental health. And that's it. How do you concentrate when you know you have severe anxiety? You you find it hard to do that your day your day to day. The basics, the things that you know you you enjoy doing, the things that you're used to doing, you start to find it hard to do it. You start to find it hard to concentrate to do all of these things. Anxiety is real, and I think some people don't even know that they're anxious. They don't know what to call it, but they just see that they're not, you know, they're not there mentally. They're not they're not able to focus on, you know, on on the things that they want to do. And even the things that they enjoy doing, they don't even find it fun anymore. So it is real. Um, I want to speak on like, you know, strategies for managing anxiety. The first one I'm going to talk about, I will just talk about it a little bit because I have decided to, to like record a whole podcast on that. And that would be therapy. I really want to speak on therapy because most especially like where I'm from, I'm a Nigerian, right? Some people, I don't want to say, but maybe most people don't even believe in therapy. As a matter of fact, most people don't believe in people being mentally stressed. So they just suck things up and keep it moving. And that's why you can see a lot of people being damaged these days. And some people even like commit suicide. They don't believe that mental mental illness or like mental stress is real it is real and that is why i've decided that i'm gonna like record a a topic about therapy about therapy like separately but i'm gonna say a little bit because it still has to do with anxiety and mental health so um one of the strategies of like maintaining or managing anxiety is therapy um when you go like therapy provides like you know tools to to challenge your you know irrational thoughts and develop coping strategies that's what therapy does for you it, it it gives you like different ways where you know you can find like coping strategies for you to like manage this anxiety um another thing is for some people they get prescribed medication so medication would help some people um you know, in some cases, medication prescribed by a mental health professional, you know, may be necessary to manage severe anxiety symptoms. Some people have really, really severe anxiety symptoms. And, you know, medication can help them. Another thing is lifestyle changes. Regular exercise. You guys know, like, I love to work out. For me, working out engages my mind. When I work out, let me tell you guys, when I'm working out, the only thing I'm thinking about at that moment is working out because I want to get everything I'm doing right and I'm focusing on it. So I have to, and that's one of the reasons why I enjoy 
kickboxing. For me, I would do like um, weightlifting as well. So I I find all of those interesting as well. So let's look at like the other you know things that we can do, and that will be also like you know balanced diet. The food you feed your body is important as well. Um, sufficient sleep is really important to like you know sleep get enough sleep and that would really have a positive impact on your mental health and you might want to like reduce caffeine intake as well i used to abuse coffee a lot like i would drink six eight to seven to, to nine cups of cups black coffee no mucus like literally straight like that so i had to really cut that down like i had to cut that down another one would be mindfulness and relaxation um, practicing mindfulness, uh, meditation, deep breathing, and progressive like muscle relaxation, all of this can help you reduce stress and anxiety. Another thing will be social support, like talking to your friends, family, or support group. All of these can provide like emotional support for you, and also like a sense of belonging. That way, you don't feel left out in any type of way, which is understandable you know and self-care prioritizing self-care activities such as like your hobbies relaxation spending time in nature all of this can contribute to improved mental health and yeah so and as i said professional help like seeking help from a mental health professional is is essential it's not just like therapy as well you might want to go to see like a mental health professional um you know to like maybe diagnose or like manage your anxiety disorder and you know this will, will provide like so that way they can provide you like you know personalized treatments plans all of those things to like support you and um but anyway just so you know i'm just gonna take you back anxiety is a normal human emotion but when it becomes overwhelming and like you know persistent it can significantly impact our mental health so you want to understand the connection between anxiety and mental health and understanding this is the first step is the first um yeah step towards you know seeking help and finding effective strategies for managing your anxieties and just so you know with proper treatment and support individuals with anxieties or anxiety disorders can lead to feeling an healthy life and i'm telling you this because i have been there done that and these are the things that motivated me pushed me to become like you know my better self so guys i hope that you know that anxiety is normal emotions and when it becomes like overwhelming when it becomes persistent like something that keeps occurring over and over again feel free to like you know try your best to manage it like you know speak to your professional like um seek professional help like your therapist or like you know mental health professionals you know meditate you know exercise eat balanced diet like cut down um caffeine try to meditate relax do 
do some breathing exercises. All of these things, they help. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not something that just happened like overnight. It takes time. It takes consistency. It takes you and I not giving up to keep it moving. So um, do not give up on yourself. And no, there's nothing wrong. You, you are, you are normal. You're a normal human being if you experience anxiety. So you shouldn't think that you're an outcast or oh my god, I'm so different because I'm going through this. And nah, you are you. I am me. We are us. You are human. I am human. And humans are allowed to have emotions, and anxiety is an emotion. So, guys, um, you know, as always, I'm always here for your well-being. So, I hope that you continue to stay healthy. You continue to find every possible way to stay sane. Anything in your corner in your life that is stressing you, try your best to cut them out of your life. Try your best to take yourself out of that situation and you'll be happy that you do that you, you did that for yourself so guys um i'm gonna hand, i'm gonna um stop i'm gonna end this episode here and um until next one bye bye now what's up guys it is your freaking host it is tt and i am excited to be back um I hope you guys are doing well. I hope that your week has been going well. And also, um, I hope you have a great weekend. Um, for me, it's been a busy week, but I love, like, I enjoy when my, my week, you know, is busy because um, then it's, like, it's so productive. So, um, I don't know. It's just a personal thing for me. I feel like if I don't have a lot going on, I always feel useless. And that's why I'm always, I'm always doing something. You know, I'm always, always doing something. Like, my friend would tell me, if you really want to rest, we need to get you out of, out of your house. That way you can rest. Because if you're in the house, you always find something to do. And that's it. I always... I I'll, Even if there's nothing to do, I, I will always find something to do as as long as i'm inside and so yeah but yeah i'm excited it's been a productive week for me and i am excited for that that being said um last week i spoke about um anxiety and mental health and um i mentioned something about um therapy and i said that i was gonna you know record a different episode where i would just talk about it so um so this this week i want to talk about um therapy and mental health um a lot of people most especially like where i'm from i'm a nigerian by the way and where i'm from like we never really take our mental health serious i mean for me i take my mental health serious so i'm just saying we because you know we in general as nigerians so like some of us or maybe even most of us like we never take our mental health serious not to even talk of like um believing in therapy uh people believe that um you're supposed to be strong mentally and whatever happens you cannot you know 
you cannot break down. You need to keep it moving. Most especially for our men. Um, people believe that men are supposed to be strong and not go through like, um, like um, you know, emotional, um, you know, emotional stress or like mental stress and all of that. And it's 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 not supposed to be like that. It's not. We we are human. We have we are humans. We have blood like in our veins, literally. And anybody can break down anytime. Anybody can go through any situation at any time. And you're nobody to tell another human being how to react to situation. And when you say that, oh, if you see a man or a woman like, you know, breaking down or all of that it means they're weak no you are the weak person you are the stupid dumb person because you <laughs> you're ridiculous because are you gonna say that anybody that is that anybody that is weak or like you know mentally stressed that they're weak no you're weak go sit your butt somewhere but anyway like i would like to dive deep into therapy so like Therapy can also be known as psychotherapy or also counseling, you know. Um, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to, like, you know, counsel people. Um, mind you, I'm not, like, a licensed, um, you know, therapist or, like, a licensed professional or whatever. But I don't know. People just tend to be comfortable with me and... They just, and also, I I also feel like they just trust my judgment. So whenever, you know, something is going on, they just want to pick my brain on something. And I appreciate that. Honestly, it means a lot that there's somebody, there are people who trust my judgment, even though sometimes I'm so, like, hard on myself, you know. Sometimes I'm like, what do these people see, you know, in me? But then again, it takes another person for you to see you know you and i appreciate that and um you know based on evidence based on like researches based on people's you know experiences therapy do work it does work honestly therapy works for people and i know that because i have seen it like i've seen it they, they okay first okay anyway anyway i i i feel like I can tell you therapy works, but you may not believe me until, you know, you experience it because there's some certain things that you cannot tell people. You just have to let them experience it themselves. And this is one of those things. But anyway, so let's let's just dive deep into the um, importance of um, therapy in mental health. Um, first of all, when I mentioned what I mentioned earlier about, you know, I think people just feel safe around me. The first thing with therapy is it creates a safe space for people, you know. Um, it provides a confidential and even non-judgmental space where people can, you know, openly express themselves, their thoughts, their feelings, you know, without feeling, you know, being judged, you know. And, you know, it's just like a safe environment that, you know, it just encourages people it encourages self-disclosure, you know, and this is really, really essential for addressing emotional issues 
it is really important to create a safe, non-judgmental space for people that are going not not even just people who are going like through me- mental stress, but like people in general. But then again, if you want to go beyond people in general, that like people who are you know mentally stressed, it's really important for you to create a, a safe space for them. That way, they feel comfortable to talk about you know whatever it is is going on. Another importance is it addresses mental health condition. Um, you know, therapy is kind of like a primary treatment for like you know mental con- health condition, and you know these mental health conditions can be anxieties, it can be depression, um, it can be like post traumatic stress disorder, like PTSD. Uh, it could even be um, bipolar disorder. You know, there's so many, many, many mental, um, you know, mental illness or mental stress or mental health conditions. And, you know, addressing mental health condition, therapy helps to address these conditions. You know, it helps us to like manage, you know, symptoms and also improves our, you know, it, it improves functioning and prevents you know people from relapsing that's at least i know that one for sure there are people who you know go to aa meetings or like you know all of those meetings you know it helps people and i've seen it and i'm sure there are other people out there who have seen it you know also another importance of of therapy is it it enhances self-awareness when um you're in therapy therapy encourages you to self-reflect and to be self-aware as well you know when you're discussing with like you know your therapies you tend to like gain insights into like your own like your thoughts your feelings and also your behaviors as well and this will kind of you know help you get like a deeper understanding of yourself it helps you see, oh, this is where I'm lacking. This is where, you know, this is where I'm being toxic. This is where I'm being good. This is where I need to make changes and all of those things. That's you being self-aware and also use reflecting. And that's one thing that, you know, therapy does. Um, another thing is um, it helps you to learn coping strategies. Um, therapists can teach you effective coping strategies you know it, it it teaches you how to manage your stress or like your anxiety and other other emotional um, challenges you know all of these strategies can um it can include like relaxation techniques cognitive restructuring and you know problem solving skills um therapy would provide like all these tools that you need you know, to like navigate whatever it is that is going on in your life. Um, another good thing about therapy is it helps to improve relationship. Um, because some like some therapy can also focus on like your interpersonal issues. You know, that's that's why you will see couples going to therapy. You will see family going to therapy. You see friends going to therapy. You will see a group therapy like. Like, as I mentioned earlier, like um, the AA meeting and stuff, um, that's one thing. It helps to improve your relationship with other people. It helps you to, um, you know, 
build healthier connection and you know it shows you way to navigate you know your relationship dynamic um another another good thing another importance of therapy is it it helps you it's so it helps you it supports personal growth you know beyond addressing mental health condition therapy can support personal growth and development whether you you know you pay attention to that or not let's let's take let's take away like you trying to heal your your trauma now but it goes beyond that it helps you like build your self-esteem it helps you to like you know set your goals and also achieve them you know it just helps you work towards a, a fulfilling life and that's one thing that it, it you know therapy does a lot of people struggle with their self-esteem like their confidence a lot of people tend to allow other people's thoughts or expectations of them to impact them it impacts them mentally and you can see them having like low self-esteem you can see them not having enough confidence in themselves not believing in themselves you know and but what therapy does it is it helps you it helps you to take yourself away from that kind of mentality and it just it takes you to a place where you have that mental strength you are confident there's not a thing anybody can say to you as long as you don't believe in it you don't care you don't you just don't freaking care and that's what you know therapy does and there's also one thing that i want to talk about guys i feel like i will be you know kind of attacking some people and that's like what whatever i don't i'm gonna i'm gonna say whatever i'm gonna talk but that's the truth because they say the truth words anyway but that's it i don't care there are some people who go to therapy right and they just you know speak on what other people did to them but they don't just because they want you know the therapist or whoever it is they're talking to to like you know i don't know kind of feed into their own belief but they because now they leave out their own part they leave out the role they played in that issue i feel like if you're doing that you're not ready to heal you're not you shouldn't be in therapy if i feel like if you're going to therapy you should be able to talk about your own your own you know your own roles that you've played and the other person's role as well for me personally when you know i have like I don't care even if it's my sister anybody you know i go back and forth with anybody if we're gonna end up having to involve like older people in this in that situation i will literally say oh this is what i said this is what i did and this is what this person did as a matter of fact as i continue to grow i tend to like what whatever i said to somebody now not what they said to me or whatever whatever i said to somebody i i tend to like probably send like a voice message to them that way whenever whenever you know a situation happens and we have to involve like older people i don't want to miss any part of what i've said sometimes we tend to forget like oh you know we not like maybe forget but like when we're saying things we we tend to like miss out you know we tend to like miss out some some things and for me i know like if i if i record what i say like or maybe i send a voice message and i have it there i can 
I can send that voice message to whoever we're involving to be like, hey, this is what I said to this person, you know, and this is what they said. I don't, for me, I honestly don't care like what anybody's gonna think about me. I'm still gonna leave you my, like, in my truth. And I'm gonna tell you this is what I said. You know, if I'm wrong, tell me. I don't like, I would, I take corrections, I take it. I take criticism. I don't care. I will take it. Just tell me, like, if I'm wrong, tell me that I'm wrong. If I'm right, tell me I'm right. You know, nobody's perfect. And I leave for that. But anyway, my point is, if you want to go to therapy and you know that you're ready to, like, you know, heal, make sure, like, you also talk about the roles that you've played in, in you know, that situation. That way, even if they're going to judge or if they're going to, like, you know, give you advice or like, you know, tell you, you know, oh, this is how, you know, it's supposed to be. At least they'll be giving you the right advice because now they have the full information. So, yeah, I feel like if you want to be a better person, be a better person by being truthful, like being truthful, truthful in the beginning. You should you should do that. But anyway, there are different forms of therapy and um. For me personally, um, I haven't like personally um, really spoken to a therapist, but like I've just found ways on uh, you know for myself to like for as a form of therapy. And personally, mine will be like mindfulness and like you know exercising and stuff and like just spending time in nature. But I know like there are different types of therapy. Um, there is the family therapy where you know family members go through issues and you know they just come together go to go see a professional and try to sort these issues out and this brings me back to where i'm from again nigeria uh our parents don't see that sometimes what they do have like you know impact on us so they believe that because you know we're older than you we can do anything to you without it messing up your mental health it's not supposed to be like that, you know? Shout out to my Nigerian parents anyway. Shout out to our Nigerian parents out there. But that's the truth. It's not supposed to be like that. Like, we're all humans. And whatever we do to anybody, it does have an impact on them. Now, what family therapy does is, you know, with all these issues going on, they can all go to, like, see a professional together and you know try to like sort things out talk to each other see where they're lacking and see where they need to adjust and see who needs to apologize and whatnot whatnot and also there is the group therapy uh and that's what i was saying about like the aa meeting where you know people with like drugs issues or or alcohol issues and all of that they tend to come together as a group and just as, as a group and just go through that session it's still a form of therapy. Some people, you know, find it easier when they're in the midst of people and, you know, they just, you know, talk it out. Why some people just like one-on-one private with their therapy, whichever one works for you. And as I said, we have the mindfulness-based therapy. That's the one I practice the most, which is kind of like... um something that helps you to stay in the moment that helps you to stay grounded personally i as an overthinker i struggle with being in the moment 
because every time I'm worried about what's going to happen in the next five years, in the next thing, I'm not even there. I don't even know if I'm going to make it to them. But, like, I'm there stressing out for something I have no control, no freaking control over. Like, is that no madness? And, but anyway, I have tend to, like, you know, found ways just, like, mindfulness to, like, you know, bring myself back in the moment. And, you know, even exercising helps. It, it, it really helps me a lot. And another one that I mentioned before is, like, a client-centered therapy. And this is like individual capacity for self-awareness and like self-actualization. It, it provides a, like a supportive and empathetic environment for self-exploration. And as I said earlier, some people like to um, just have like a personal session with their therapies. And they just don't want to, you know, they would rather have like a session with their therapist and not like a group in. And then there is the psychodynamic therapy, which can also be called like psychoanalytic therapy. And this therapy explores unconscious thoughts and feelings that may be, you know, influencing our current behavior and emotions. You know, it's current is it's this form of therapy is often used for long-term insight, you know, oriented work. Um, a lot of us we tend to just be stuck in our head and you know we have this thoughts and feelings that you know you know the crazy thing these things are not even happening we're just in our head making up scenarios in our head <laughs> like you know that craziness or you're just making different scenarios in your head that's the kind of thing but but this kind of therapy helps with this kind of situation and then there is the cognitive behavioral therapy and this is widely used um, therapy that that actually it focuses on identifying and you know challenging negative thoughts, patterns, and behaviors. It's still kind of like the psychodynamic therapy, if you ask me. Um, when I was you know making my research and looking into that, I feel like all of these are still like kind of connected. They're still like kind of like the same form of therapy. It's just they have like a little bit of um you know differences, but he, but you know they all work. It just depends on what you're trying to like you know work on. But anyway, therapy is a fundamental component of mental health. It is. It is not. It does not mean you are a weak person it does not mean that people see you as somebody who is what not strong or whatever therapy offers individuals the opportunity to address mental health conditions you know it helps to improve self-awareness and you know it helps to develop coping strategies you know the different um, types of therapy um, approaches that I've mentioned, you know, it, it allows for um, personalized treatment. And, you know, each, each type of therapy is, 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 is like tailored to, to, our, to like individuals' unique needs. And that's what I was saying. You know, it depends on what you're trying to work on, what, what you're trying to heal from, you know, what you're trying to grow 
from all of these things it depends on on them but like each therapy is it's tailored to like meet meet you know that needs seeking therapy is a proactive step towards achieving and maintaining good mental health and you know it can lead to significant improvement in our overall well-being and quality of life and if you guys know one thing i'm always here for your well-being i'm always here for my well-being i'm always here for our well-being so therapy doesn't make you weak therapy is prioritizing your mental health therapy is prioritizing you know your 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 well-being and if you ask me there's nothing wrong with prioritizing your well-being there's nothing wrong in trying to grow there's nothing wrong with trying to heal there's nothing wrong with trying to be a better person but just know as i said earlier if you're gonna go to therapy make sure you're being a hundred percent like make sure you're being a hundred percent with your therapies you are talking about your your own roles that you play and you are talking about the other person's role as well and with that being said that's that's all i have to say about therapy therapy doesn't make you weak if you feel that you need one today feel free to go for it if you have people around you who really care feel free to like speak to them and if you like you know want to connect with me you can always like you know leave me like a message in the um in the in the ep- at the end of the episode and you can just leave me a message and write to me because you guys can actually do that now i didn't even know like you know i could get messages until like you know i started seeing um people's messages i was like oh you guys can leave me messages that's cool i really appreciate every bit of that so um yeah i just hope that you don't feel some type of way about therapy um your mental health is important to you and to everyone around you as well but that being said before i leave as always i like to tell you guys to try your best to stay sane you know um just take care of yourself it's really important to stay sane there's so much going on around us but yeah i hope that you continue to stay sane and i hope that you enjoy the rest of your week and until the next episode bye bye now